0: Hello and welcome to Working Historians, a podcast series where we discuss what historians do with their lives. I am Rob Denning, Associate Dean for Liberal Arts for Southern New Hampshire University's online history programs. Today I am rebroadcasting another episode of the Passion and Practicality podcast feed where David Birash, a Career Services Specialist at SNHU, spoke with Jaslyn Sanderson, the Director of the Museum of Native American History in Bentonville, Arkansas. In this interview, David and Jaslyn discuss how to enter the museum field, internship opportunities in the museum, and ways to make yourself stand out in the museum field. This episode was originally broadcast on the Passion and Practicality podcast feed on June 9th, 2023. Howdy, listeners.
1: My name is David Baresh, and I'm the Career Services Specialist here at Southern New Hampshire University. Today, we will be speaking with Jaslyn Sanderson, the Director of the Museum of Native American History in Bentonville, Arkansas. Howdy, Jazlyn.
2: Hi, David. Thanks for having me.
1: Thank you for coming out. Um, today, Jaslyn will be giving us some background on the Museum of Native American History, as well as her own career path, and how her degree informs the work she does every day. So thank you for joining us. And uh, if you would, please introduce yourself, your background, Anything you would like to share regarding the Museum of Native American History?
2: Of course. So uh, my name is Jasmine Sanderson. I, you know, kind of a local here to Northwest Arkansas. Um, and I went to the University of Arkansas and got my bachelor's in art history with a minor in history. Um, so I'm pretty familiar with this career path and I know art history is not the same as history, but you know, we've got some similarities there. Um, so I have taken quite a few internships, you know, like throughout my schooling, um, and I landed here at the Museum of Native American History in 2020, um, where I started an internship and that kind of grew into a full-time career, um, and just kind of, you know, continued on that stepping ladder until I got to uh, my position here as the director. Um, But uh, a little bit about the Museum of Native American History. So we tell the story of 24,000 years of uh, both North America and South American history. Um, So and we have over 10,000 you know, authentic artifacts to, to tell it. So it's a very visual story. Um, you're greeted at the door by a 10,000 year old woolly mammoth named Tusker, who's yells at you and it's pretty awesome. Um, but we kind of end our story in the, uh, 1920s and 1940s with, um, you know, some beautiful like Osage dresses. Um, but then we kind of, kind of continued the story in our gift shop where we highlight modern day indigenous artists, um, everything from pottery to gorgeous jewelry and art prints, T-shirts and stickers. And it's, um, it's pretty great to, to work here and continue um, sharing the legacy of, of all these amazing cultures that, you know, are, are home here. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit about me and where I work.
1: Really fantastic to hear. I mean, I know for indigenous communities, it can be very important to show that sort of connection to a living history that, and not just showing the, as you said, the 24,000 years of history of settlement within North and South America, but also that linking that past through to the modern day where there are still. <laughs> half a million if not more <laughs> um native american indigenous other americans um people throughout just the united states let alone throughout all the various other nations that make up both north and south america so thank okay. you for that awesome. um now then um to dive into some questions relevant to our listeners not that those aren't relevant to our <laughs> listeners but also specific to the uh subject of today's podcast um so what are some of the skills that you think are most important for people with liberal arts degrees to have when they're entering the professional field, such as you. I would
2: definitely say like flexibility and patience, because, you know, I think a lot of us kind of go into like fresh out of school. They go into some sort of job with this expectation of this is exactly how it's done and how I expect it to go. Mm. And that's almost never the case. Um, you know, you, you kind of have to be flexible with what comes to you, what opportunities come and, and how your day plays out. Um, cause you know, I've seen it, you know, even in our, the interns that come here at the museum where they expect it to go one way and we need them to, you mm-hmm. know, lead a completely different task than what they thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, but I mean, there's learning experiences and whatever you know you're you're going to um whenever you're first entering the career field
1: i think definitely with your background as you said the art history degree and now you're the director of a history museum with a lot of art and artifacts in it still but that (laughs) sort of flexibility and patience really to show off in your own story um you did call out interns at your own museum um What are the roles that you see people with liberal arts degrees have in your organization and also outside of your organization? What roles do you really see as being good opportunities there?
2: Yeah. So um, interns coming into our spaces, we kind of have two different paths and liberal arts degrees kind of fit both of them. Um, one could be helping with like the curatorial side of managing, you know, the archives and help preserving the art and artifacts within these walls. And then the other side would be, um, the upkeep of like social media and, you know, maybe dealing with the library or, um, doing some research for our online blog or different things like that. So it's a, it's a little bit more, um, you know, like research and and writing and creativity versus the, like, hands-on um, experience of, of dealing with the artifacts and their files and archives. So, um, but, you know, liberal arts degrees kind of fit both of them, which is pretty awesome.
1: I completely agree with you on there as being a liberal arts major myself, definitely do appreciate that. Uh, and again, One of those things, one of uh, that I think every liberal arts student has to deal with is people trying to tell them how to find work in spite of their degree. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, I don't I would like to put it as where do you see the strengths of having a history degree is for students entering the professional field rather than looking for work in spite of their degree? Where does their degree help them be better at entering the professional field?
2: I have to go back to that word of flexibility. So um, I I think liberal arts degrees in in like history professions, you have a lot of passion for the background of things and the research and the data and uh, really understanding where things come from. Um, and I think that can play out into really any profession. So, I mean, like you have a lot of follow through whenever you're doing a project, um, and the, the flexibility of, of, you know, taking one path versus the other. And, um, I think those are all qualities that can reflect into really any career, whether it's, you know, like here, uh, in Arkansas, we're home to Walmart. And so most a lot, there's a lot of careers in mm. Walmart. And so that's where I go to of like, you could be really any career path in Walmart. And, and it's just that idea of like follow throughing or completely follow throughing with the, the project and, um, you know, and being thorough with it. I think that reflects mm. well.
1: Definitely the thoroughness that, uh, liberal arts degrees teach you, I think is something that doesn't get highlighted enough in professional, dis- professional discussions and that sort of, again, that flexibility, um, cause especially when you're studying history, you really never know what you're going to discover.
2: Right. Exactly. Um,
1: so on the topic of these internships, um, other than just your organization, but really, what should a student be looking for when they are considering an internship? Um, and how do really internships help prepare students for entering into the professional field? And really, what how does it stand as sort of an early step on their career path?
2: Right. Um, I I think like internships are best if you if whenever a student kind of um, dives into them and gets like a diverse amount of them. Like, you know, maybe I work over at a museum one semester and then the next semester I'm working completely online for for some organization. And then maybe another semester I'm working in a nonprofit space. Um, I think by having like a diverse array of them, you really get an idea of the environment you want to work in. Um, So, for example, here at Mona, we're a really small environment. We have a staff or full-time staff of three um nice. and and so it's very like small versus um crystal bridges which is also here they have a staff of like 500 and it's it's also a museum but it's a very different mm-hmm. style of museum mm-hmm. um but i i think by like trying out different spaces and different um i guess like backgrounds and missions of those spaces you really get a feel for okay i like being in a small museum versus a big museum or I like being online completely versus, um, you know, being, you know, front of house at some place. Yeah. Um, so I I mean, like because you, you already kind of have a feel of, yes, I want to dive into Native American history. Um, I know that fact, but by actually trying out the mm. organization, you get a completely different side of it.
1: It makes absolutely perfect sense there. Um, Regarding the subject of that, like, again, you know, people looking for those organizations, what are really the most important questions you think a student should be asking when they're looking at organizations to do internships with or to seek early entry-level work with, Uh, especially if they're looking for sort of that diverse range of different opportunities, really what would be the questions that they should be asking when they're doing their research on organizations?
2: Yeah. Um, I kind of, I guess like asking them, you know, what the day to day looks like, um, you know, cause even in a larger organization, they have very different styles of working from department to department. Um, so understanding what, like, the daily basis tasks are, um, which is very helpful. And then I would say the – just, like, kind of asking them – you know, like, if you're in the the job interview itself, asking the person uh, what they best like about it, because that kind of – I've been asked that whenever I interview people, and it sometimes Mm. it's just a really hard question to answer for people, whether – because I love my job, so I have multiple (laughs) things. (laughs) But – I mean, like it—it's it, a very telling question, I think. So, um, but just also, like, I—I I think understanding the mission of the organization is—is is key. And um, mm-hmm. never go into a position that, you know, you don't have passion for. It's not going to work.
1: Hundred percent agree with you on that one. Oh, one again. As as a very mission-driven person working for a very driv- mission-driven organization, I very much appreciate uh, you calling that out, yeah. um, which sort of does segue into our next question and a nice smooth transition there. Really, where does your organization sort of stand out as compared to other comparable organizations and their opportunities? Mm-hmm. Um, tell us a little bit more about why working for the Mona is such a source of passion for you.
2: Yeah. Um so I mean like kind of going back to my gr- background, you know, I studied art history, but uh primarily I focused on um you know, really understanding the art and the people of uh like both like I guess like Central and South America um and ancient history and mm-hmm. you know, pre-contact. Um and so that's where my passion fell. And then I discovered Mona and you know, it just cut all the cards kind of just laid out for me. Um, so I, I'm once, I'm also very driven for the mission here. Um, and, but I think for, for other people, um, it's for our, if you're coming here in as an intern, um, I think it's, we've got the advantage of being smaller. Um, Mm -hmm. And having that hands-on, that very intimate experience of, like, learning with these, uh, these art and artifacts and learning the stories behind them, um, you don't get that if you're working for a larger organization. Um, you don't get that special attention or that moment to shine where I'm working on a project and it's, it's really considered my project rather mm-hmm. than, um, you know, the whole department's. Project or whatever, and so I think that's like kind of an advantage of us is we have like a very specific mission and with a small team and it you know people can really shine whenever they're they're both they're driven to to really like make that mission happen. Mm. So that's
1: really great. Thank you. Yeah. Um, finally. Uh, did you, was there any subject that we haven't touched on yet that you think would really be of use to our history students and other liberal arts students? Um, anything you think that they should be aware of, should know about and talk about as they enter into the professional world?
2: Um, I, I think like perseverance is always, you know, a key. I know that not everybody is lucky as me to, to really like find something, you know, like first off right out of college. And so mm-hmm. um, just, you know, keeping at it and, and really trying to to find the right spot, I think is key. Cause I know that that's pretty hard for, for a lot of liberal arts students. So
1: I definitely think perseverance is one of the, it, it is a strength that definitely should be called out. So thank you for that.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and with that, Let's bring this wonderful little conversation to a close. Um, Thank you very much for your time today, Jaslyn.
2: Yeah, thank you. It's been a pleasure.
1: All right. Yeah, it's been an incredibly pleasurable conversation. So uh, once again, my name is David Baresh with Southern New Hampshire University, and you have been listening to Passion and Practicality, a liberal arts podcast. Good luck and have a great day.
0: And thank you all for joining us today. This episode originally appeared on the Passion and Practicality podcast feed, but today is appearing on the Working Historians podcast feed, and you can subscribe to either of those podcasts in any podcast app, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Music, or whatever else you prefer. That way you won't miss any episodes and you'll continue to hear about the other cool stuff that historians do with their lives. This podcast does not represent the views of Southern New Hampshire University. If you have any questions or comments for this or any of our other podcasts, send us a message to workinghistorians at gmail.com. For David Buresh and Jaslyn Sanderson, I'm Rob Denning. Happy job hunting.